welcome to the Psalms, a call to words podcast where timeless truths shape today's words. I am your host, David Bunce, and I hope that you will be blessed as we journey through the great songbook of the Bible. C.S. Lewis called Psalm 19 the greatest poem in the Psalter and one of the greatest lyrics in the world. David uses high and exalted language to glorify God through the beauty of His creation and through the power of His Word. Psalm 19 To the choir master, a psalm of David. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims His handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber, and like a strong man runs its course with joy." Its rising is from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. Who can discern his errors? Declare me innocent from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from his presumptuous sins." Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. In this psalm, David calls us to see the goodness of God, the glory of His Word, and the power and might of His strength, that there is nothing that is hidden from God. Everything is in plain sight, and God has given His law a perfect, soul-reviving testimony of His wisdom, of His surety, of His strength. It also declares to us these two books. The Belgic Confession, which was written in 1561, talks about the means by which we know God. We know God by two means, it says. First, by the creation, preservation, and government of the universe. Since that universe is before our eyes like a beautiful book in which all creatures, great and small, are as letters to make us ponder the invisible things of God, God's eternal power and divinity, as the Apostle says in Romans 1.20, all these things are enough to convict humans and to leave them without excuse. Secondly, God makes himself known to us more clearly by his holy and divine word as much as we need in this life for God's glory, and for our salvation. 
These two books that are declared are the whole scope of this psalm. David is declaring God's glory through creation and then demonstrating God's eternal power of all things, making himself known more clearly by his holy and divine word. This psalm draws our attention to both. We see first the heavens declaring the glory of God, the sky above proclaiming His handiwork. Every day we wake up, we see the wonder and splendor and beauty of God in the hand-painted clouds that we look at, in the rays of sunshine that peer through the windows that we can see above. It's through the babbling brooks and the, the falling leaves. Everything that we see in nature declares that there is a Creator, Night to night, we see the same thing, the moon, the stars. Who hung those? Who put them there? It is God, and He reveals this knowledge. Everyone in the entire world is without excuse because God has shown that He exists by the very world in which we inhabit. It's His world. There is no speech, there are no words whose voice is not heard, the psalmist says. God makes His voice go forth through His creation and then through His written word. In them, he has set a tent for the sun. Everything that God has made, these words, capture God's creative power and display his goodness and his glory in all things. These two books of God display who he is, tell us of who he is. And so we should rejoice in it. We should find such wonder and delight just being in the presence of God. Arthur Lake writes in his commentary, But Lord, what are my words? What are my thoughts? Both are wicked. My heart a corrupt fountain, and my tongue an unclean stream. And shall I bring such a sacrifice to God, the halt, the lame, the blind, though otherwise the beasts be clean, yet they are sacrifices abominable to God? How much more if we offer those beasts which are unclean? And yet, Lord, my sacrifice is no better. Faltering words, wandering thoughts, and neither of them presentable to thee. How much less evil thoughts and idle words? Yet such are the best of mine. What remedy? If any, it is in thee, O Lord, that I must find it. And for it now do I seek unto thee. Thou only, O Lord, canst hallow my tongue and hallow my heart, that my tongue may speak and my heart think that which may be acceptable unto thee, yea, that which may be thy delight. To truly find delight in God's world that he has made, and in his word that he has spoken, we must be able to approach God with earnest prayer and with honesty, not hiding anything back in our hearts, even confessing, as the psalmist does, hidden faults. Declare me innocent from these, he prays. Keep back your servant from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. The psalmist wants to be blameless, wants to pursue this walk of righteousness with the Lord, and he asks for God's help to do so. Sin will always hinder delight and true joy found in God when we begin to actually pursue a real cleanliness of heart and a pursuit of righteousness we begin to find such a sweeter delight in the things that God has made and the words that he has spoken. As we conclude this psalm, I would like to read a prayer from Martin Luther. He had a wonderful book that is through reading the psalms, and he says in his prayer, Lord Jesus, you are the son of righteousness with healing in his wings. Enlighten our darkened understanding by your holy word. 
Enkindle our hearts and mold our will to walk in faith, love, and hope according to your gracious will. Let the light of your gospel shine on the nations that sit in darkness and preserve your church to the day of your coming. Amen. Well, may our prayer today be the same as Martin Luther's and the same as the prayer of the psalmist. Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, you are my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Psalms, a Call to Words podcast. For more content, just visit calledtowords.com. I hope you will join us again next time for more riches from The Psalms.